Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the College Football Tailgate. As always, it's me, XFL College Football Mountain West Jim, joined by my amazing co-host, Eric, Uncle Rico, at ETOF21 Sports. My man, you ready to talk some Mountain Best football? Dude, I love me a little, little Mountain West. I think this is a very <laughs> underrated conference. They have some very good top-heavy teams, and there's been some teams that have you know, been good in the past that, you know, I think are going to be coming back to earth a little bit this year. I think so too. And I think everyone should know who we're talking about when it comes to that. Also, uh, for those of you watching, you may notice the USFL background behind me, even though the season has just ended. Uh, we are recording this beforehand. I am going to say that my prediction and my future of the stars ticket cashed. I am living at large. Loving life and kicking ass. Congratulations on the Philadelphia Stars for winning the inaugural USFL season. Calling my shot. Let's talk some Mountain West football. Hey, buddy. I'm ready to roll, my friend. We're going in alphabetical order. Starting in the Mountain Division, we have the Air Force Falcons. Win total set at eight and a half. I mean... Now, Last year, I did dub Air Force as my service academy. They were, Air Force. they were they were fantastic last year. I still think they have the capability to be good this year. I am a little hesitant on option teams at the moment. Do you want to explain why, Eric? Well, they changed the cutback rule where you can only do cut box if you're in the tackle box. Option teams obviously live on the um, – on the cut block. Uh, so I think it's going to take a little while for this group, this offensive line group, AKA the diesel to get used to it, but they are very experienced. You know, that's a very experienced offensive line, seven offensive linemen with experience returning, but they did lose all conference left guard, Hank Weiner. Um, another thing to remember when we talk about the offensive line, the U S um, Air Force Academy changed the rules where it used to be you have to have like all these requirements for health and fitness, but now they changed it where if your collegiate sport requires you to re require something like offensive linemen to be big, they changed the rules. So this, this unit is going to be bigger than it has been in the past. It's not going to be as small as it's been compared to other offensive lines. I wonder if, like, a couple years of that, like four or five years of that rule allowing the linemen to get bigger and allow a team like Air Force to kind of venture away from relying on the triple option. But I think it could. I mean, that's a good point. I think it could. Um, I don't I know. Just selfish, like I selfishly want Air Force to be an air raid team. I, that's just a selfish thing I want. That would be pretty – that would be pretty cool. If they just went air raid, went Army and Navy – are running the triple option. Um, Amazing. You know, great season last year, 10 and three. They're returning 72 players from last year's team. Eight starters on offense return, seven on defense. Daniels is coming back. True du dual threat, even though they run the option. You know, he can sling the ball all over. Started 18 of 19 games. He was the second leading, leading rusher last year. The big injury to, to monitor is all Mountain West fullback. Brad Roberts got hurt in the spring. So we need to monitor that because he's such a big part of their rushing game starting out. Um, they only lost four on defense, but all four of them were they lost their best D lineman, their best who is their best overall defensive player from last year. 
and they lost not one, but two all-conference players in the secondary. So they didn't lose much on the defensive side of the ball, but they lost some top-end talents, which I think is going to hurt them, which could hurt them. You know what I mean? But it's... I think so, but... How they play and they're off and their schedule not being that tough. I mean, you're looking at their schedule right now. What, they're favored in nine games? I think they're favored in, like, yeah, probably eight or nine, depending on how good Navy... Yeah, they're probably at least favored in eight. Yeah. I, like you mentioned earlier, the offensive line continuity is probably the biggest thing I look for in these triple option academy teams specifically. That's just the biggest part of what I think makes this offense go. A lot of the skill position players are plug and play. Yeah. Uh, I love that, and I love Air Force. I, they were my favorite service academy team last year. They're probably my favorite service academy team this year. Let's just get into this fucking schedule. Starting off against Northern Iowa. Now, I love Northern Iowa as a team. But if there's like a type of team that's built to not get upset by FCS teams, it's these option teams. Yeah, it's Northern Iowa. I mean, like they're not Northern Iowa. Excuse me, Air Force. Um, I think they're 14 and 0 under FCS teams under their coach uh, Callahan. I don't see. I'd be, I'd be I'd shocked. Be, I would be um, absolutely gobsmacked. Could Northern Iowa cover? Hell yes, they could cover. But in terms of winning, I don't think they can win. I don't think so either. Then they take on the Colorado Buffalo at home. You know what? I, call me crazy. I think they will be able to beat Colorado. I think, I think so too. I think I'm Colorado's not going to be Colorado really bad. at all this year. I think Colorado's going to be really bad this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have them at 2-0. Oh, then they go to Wyoming, who we're both uh, – spoiler alert, we're both really down on Wyoming right now. I am insanely down on Wyoming this year. I think they're able to go in there. I think they're able to get that win. Which sucks because I really like Craig Bull. I, that's I'll be honest. That's why I wanted Michigan State to hire. I'm a huge Michigan State guy. When um, when the whole thing with D'Antoni happened, I wanted them to go after him. You wanted to go after Bull, or did you want him to go after the guy who K State got? No, I wanted to go after the guy from Wyoming. I wanted to go after Bull. Okay, I like that. I would have liked that move. Wyoming's a tough place. It's a tough place to coach. Insanely Great tough. uniform though. Great uniform. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like Air Force here. I don't think they're going to lose to uh, Wyoming. No. We have them at three and zero right now. Then they get Nevada at home. Uh, rebuilding sort of year for Nevada. New quarterback. New quarterback. New coach. New system. Lost top rusher. Uh, only returning twenty nine, which is in my research the lowest I found. This is too early in the season for a team that's losing that much. But I will say this. They have Navy on deck. Um, it's a good spot for Nevada, but like a rebuilding Nevada, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I'm just not that interested in. Maybe if it was Nevada at home, I'd be a little invested, but I like Air Force here. I like Air Force too. And then they get Navy at home. Navy's a little down this year, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah, but these service academies are always weird when they play each other. Yeah, because they're so used to going up against this option attack. Um, you know, Air Force at home, I'll definitely take. I'm I'll gonna take that. Air Force, but yeah. this is a weird like if it's if it's a four if if it's a bigger than four point spread, I'm probably taking the points. I mean, last year Navy only had sixty eight total yards. 
Navy's been on like a really weird, bad downturn these last couple of years. I mean, I they and like, it. dude, like you're way nicer of a guy than than I am. They've they flipping sucked. I mean, they their coach was he's on the hot seat, I believe. So, I uh, which is weird because we were talking about like Kenny Amatololo not too long ago, like four or five years ago. People were thinking like he was going to be the future of BYU. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't Navy, Navy's in a weird spot. We'll get to them when we talk AAC, but they're in a weird spot. I'll I'll, I'll give Air. I'm Air gonna give Force. this one to Air Force. We have it five and zero right now, going to Utah State. Utah State's gonna be tough, dude. That's a tough game. You know they're gonna they're gonna be tough. Um, they do have some injuries. It's, uh, this is at Utah State. You know they do have they have playmakers at the excuse me they have Bonner at QB Taylor's back at the running you back. I'll take Utah State here. I'm gonna take Utah State for that and the reason. So it's the first leg of a back to back away slate. I think so. They they play at Utah State then at UNLV. I think they go one and one here. Like if they beat Utah State, I think UNLV might be able to to snag them because UNLV is a tricky team. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll get to UNLV a little bit later, but yeah, I agree with you with that. They'll they'll go one and one here, at Boise State. Not at sorry, they get Boise State at home. I think they can get that. I think they can get that. This isn't this isn't the Kellen Moore Boise State team. We have to remember that. I'm gonna say Boise State. Yeah, they get that win. I'm giving it to Air Force. Yeah, I'm giving it to Air Force too. Off the bye week, they get Army. At a neutral site. Yeah. I got no, it to Air Force. Really? Yeah. A bye week? That's true. But are you, Army, are you, Army, so Army's, I, but Army's off the bye, too. That's true. And Army's been really good recently. Army's been nails recently, man. They've been. I still favor Air Force. Okay. I, I think this is. I, I, I legitimately think this is a coin flip game. This probably is a coin flip, but I lean Air Force. If everyone is 100% healthy, I'd give it to Air Force, too. Then they get New Mexico after that. Um, New Mexico is a year or two away, so I'll take uh, I'll take Air Force. I'm on Air Force. Colorado State, though. Tough game. It's tough. Tough, tough, tough it's game. at home. You know, I'll give it to – I'm going to give it to so Air Force. They get, they get Colorado State at home and then go to San Diego State. I think they split those. That's fair. I'll, I'll agree with that. Um but I could see them losing at home against Colorado State more than I can see them losing at San Diego State, as crazy as that sounds. I could, I'm could. i kind of with you there. So we have, um, what, three losses? Yeah, we have the Four uh, tops. loss at Utah State. Um, I think we had two, didn't we? We only had two. Utah State. And then if you're generous, like the Army's a 50-50 game. Yeah. So two or three. Two or three. So nine and three or ten and two, that's the over. Over eight and a half, they're both one ten. I like that play. What about to win the Mountain West plus five fifty? I don't hate it. I don't hate that. Yeah, I, that's kind of sneaky, but plus five fifty for what I would assume. Like, I, I I'm thinking like Air Force is probably a top three team in that conference. I mean, it's them, Boise State, and Fresno State. 
And Fresno's on the opposite. opposite you can part. never, you can never count out San Diego State. They're a shifty defensive team. I'm, I'm counting on. And count Fresno State team. losing their head coach and quarterback. No, their quarterback's back, dude. I thought he went to Washington. No, he couldn't get the transfers. He's back. Uh, He's back. And then the guy that they got the coach that was the coach before the last game. That's true. They did get Tedford. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to take that big of a step back. Fresno I, don't, I don't think so either. I think they're still going to be really good. Moving on, though, from Air Force to Boise State. I don't know about you. I think Boise State, it's not turnkey. Brian Harrison did pretty good there. I think that's I think that lineage of uh, Peterson to Harrison to this it's it, it's gotten hard. And the rest of the conference has gotten better. The rest of the conference has gotten better. Um, you know, forty nine players returning, eight offensive starters, nine defensive starters. Uh, Hank Bachmer, he's entering his fourth year as a starter. I'm out on I'm out on Bachmer. I'm out on. Really? Well, I mean, like, he did play the whole Mountain West season with a meniscus injury and was still four-team all-conference. I mean, that wow. is pretty impressive. Um, he is a he is a dog, though. He is. Um, the running back, I'm going to say this name, Holening. I mean, he needs to stay healthy. They need the run game going for them to be effective. You know, freshman year, he ran for over 1,000 yards, but last season was insanely limited due to injuries. They lost their top two wide receivers. They lost, you know, Shakur, who is their number one receiver. He was so reliable on third down. I think that's going to hurt him a little bit. Uh, O-line is getting Washington State transfer, Cade Benzenford and Gonzalez. And they're getting Gonzalez back, who sat out last season. So I think their O-line is going to be pretty, pretty good. Defense, you know, they returned their top 20 tacklers, basically, from last season. They have an NFL level db and skinner uh D D line is loaded my whole thing for them is if the offense can stay healthy i think they have one of the best defenses in the conference i think this is going to be a defense-led team i agree with you there i think man i I, maybe i'm giving him too much shit but i am out on bach meyer and i think this defense is kind of how boise state's going to get by this defense is going to be really good it's gonna. It's really, it's really it's, it's very legit. But you're. I I get your concerns with Bogmeyer. Totally get it. But uh, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt with the leg injury last year. Okay, so their win total is set at nine and a half, plus one thirty on the over, minus one fifty on the under. They start their season at Oregon State, playing the Beavs. I'm gonna. I think they're gonna lose that game. It's tough. I'm I'm pretty high on Oregon State. I think that's a coin flip game. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Oregon State at home. Then they go to New Mexico after that. That's, That's a win. Game. Yeah, New Mexico, a year or two away. UT Martin after that. That's, That's a, a win. win. At UTEP. Tricky spot. That's tricky spot tricky. to get them, but I think that's a win. Tricky, tricky spot. You know, UTEP's going to be up for the game. Yep. Um, you know, you have, San, you have back-to-back home games against a couple of the premier teams in your own conference. That could be kind of a sleepy spot. Uh, I think they win, but I think it's tight. I'll probably bet Boise. I'll, excuse me, I'll probably bet Utah. I'm right there with you. I think Boise ekes out a win there. But then, before the bye week, San Diego State and Fresno State, both at home, 
but both back to back. You know, I think they split them. I think they split them, and I think that's kind of being generous. I could definitely see them going 0-2 here. But, I mean, this is the thing. Like, hypothetically, let's say, like, Holy and the running back stays healthy. They could win both those games. They I, could, I, but I, I, don't, I just don't see it. They can run the ball on both those teams, but that's the big if. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give them a split. I'll give them a split. We have them uh, one, two, three. We have four and two right now. At Air Force off the bye week. I'll give them a loss. That's I, a loss, I think. Colorado State at home. I, mean, I think that's, that's a win. Spot. But, I mean, just looking at the schedule, you have Air Force sandwiched between Air Force and BYU. I'll give them the win, too. I'll give them the win, but you're right. That's, like, a really tricky spot to get. A, a Colorado State who's kind of up and coming. And, as you alluded, they get BYU up next. I think we're both going to be very high on BYU. Yeah, I'll probably say this is an L. This is a loss in my book, too. Then they play at Nevada and at Wyoming back-to-back. Crazy as it sounds, I think they could easily win both. I think they win both as well. And then Utah State at home to end the season. I think they get that one. Uh, You know what? Utah State is tricky, though. Utah State's tough. That's one of those things, like, if it kind of is one of those things, like, what's Boise playing for at that point? You know what I mean? Are they playing to try to get into the Mountain West Championship? Is Utah State, are they playing for it? Um, I'll give it to Boise because they're at home. There's a realistic world where Boise State goes like six, six, six and six, seven and five. Yeah, seven and five is last year, and they're looking for a new coach. I mean, when you're returning eight and nine, and you're a program like Boise State, you're expected to be battling for that New Year's Day six bowl. You're expected to win the conference. You're expected, maybe with this schedule looking at it, to have one loss. But like we said, like this offense, there are some serious concerns with this offense. Defense is legit, but offense, there's some serious concerns. The fact that there's a realistic world where they go like six, six, seven, and five again, I gotta go under here. Yeah, it's minus 150, but I feel like that's pretty safe. Nine and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this team could get to 10 wins. I mean, if. You got to think of it like this, getting to 10 wins. I mean, like we said, Oregon State, tough place to play. UTEP, great spot. BYU, to play. The fact they got Oregon State and BYU, those are tough games. I mean, they have San Diego State, Fresno State, and BYU. That is, that's, that's, and Oregon State. That's tough. Plus an improving Colorado State, and they have to go to Air Force. Getting to 10 is going to be very tough for them. It's tough. I don't see it. I don't, I'm all over the under. I, I, I would lean under, but I hate playing numbers over minus 120. I'll so do it. I'll, I'll play it. I'll, it's it's better than putting money in a bank, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, damn right. Up next, it's the Colorado State Rams. Win total set at five and a half. The over, favorite at minus 145, under at plus 125. That seems low to me. But then I look at the schedule, and it still seems low to me. <laughs> Here's the thing. But it's juiced, though. You know what I mean? I, it's juiced, yeah. That's – I wish I could get a six. Um, you know, look, they're three and nine last year, 26 lettermen returning, uh, six offense, six on defense. But this is basically Nevada now. 
Nevada's former coach, Jay Norfrill, takes over. Quarterback Clay Millen, he's transferred in to take over the quarterback position. And he would be Nevada's starting quarterback if he stayed in Nevada. But he followed Norville up to Colorado State. Um, Avery, Avery Morrow, who would be Nevada's starting running back, transferred as well. So they have the top three running backs from last year coming back. Plus, they added Morrow, who would have been Nevada's starting running back. Um, the big mystery is the wide receiver room. I really don't know what's going to happen there. They lost McBride, who just kind of killed everything. McBride, who was the tight end drafted, best tight end in college football last year. I really That's my one worry in this department, the tight end and wide receiver room, what we're going to get. Um my another worry is the offensive line. They're experienced, but they're all transfers coming in. You know what I mean? So how long is it going to take them to gel? The on the defensive side of the bell ball, they lost three out of their four DBs, losing, you know, so it's just they lost three defensive linemen. It's you know what I mean? They're losing a lot of defense, but they have all these transfers coming in. How long is it going to take for them to gel? Looking at their schedule. Hey. I, mean, I think it would be better for them if it would go Middle Tennessee State, Sacramento State, and then play the Power Fives of Michigan and Washington. I think I think this is okay though. So they have two Power Fives and two uh, FC. Well, one Group of Five, one FCS, uh, going into the bye week. So you have basically two, in my opinion, wins and two for sure losses. Yeah. So two and two. So. At Michigan, Middle Tennessee, at Washington State, Sacramento State. Two and two. The fact that you have two winnable games, like, out the bat, though, I like that. Yes, it would have been nice if those were ordered a little differently, but you can kind of already chalk up your first game at Michigan as a loss. Oh, for sure. Michigan's going to be tough. But I guess my point is, is, like, if you got Washington State at the back end after you've had some time to gel, I think they could sneak that out. Maybe, but the fact that you don't start conference play until after your bye week is nice. It's nice when you're bringing in all these transfers, you're giving them time to gel. They don't play conference game until October. Yeah. Yeah. So off of the bye week, they go to Nevada. Which that's a win. That's a win. Nevada is going to be down this year, insanely down this year. So I really like Colorado State in that game. Utah State at home up next. I think that's more of a little bit of a coin flip. I got to favor Utah State with just how good they were last year. And I think they're going to be pretty good this year, too. That's true. So that's a loss. We have them at three wins so far. Then they get Hawaii at home. That's a win. That's a win. I, as the Hawaii fanboy of this cast, of this show, I will say this is a win for Colorado State. And I love Hawaii. Hawaii is my darling baby team. At Boise State and at San Jose State, back-to-back is rough. They could easily lose both of those. I think they do lose both of those ones. But then they get Wyoming at home. Who's coming off the bye, but I'm down on Wyoming this year. I think, I think that's a win. Yep. Yeah. At Air Force. That's a loss. loss. And then New Mexico to end the season. That's a win. That's so we got them at six. We got them at six, but I'm comfortable yeah. with this six. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're kind of on the edge. It's just that big minus, what, it was minus 150 that has me worried. That's why I'm not betting it. So that one is minus 145 at five and a half, and we have them, like, sitting at six. Yeah. If we had them sitting at six, like, we only have them a half point higher, and 
that's the juice. I'm not liking that. I'm not liking that at all, my friend. Like if I had him ranked, if I had him at like eight wins, I'd still take the juice. But the fact that I'm that close, I can't justify it. No, not at all. Up next, we have the New Mexico State Lobos. Not sorry, New Mexico. The New Mexico Lobos. New Mexico State, for some reason, is independent. We have the New Mexico Lobos. Win total set at two and a half plus one twenty-five on the over, minus one forty-five on the under. Um, three and nine last year. They have thirty-eight players returning, five offensive players, five starters on offense, seven on defense. Um, the big issue is there's really no clear-cut starter. Last year, the student manager saw game action at quarterback with how depleted the <laughs> quarterback was. Right. That's right. Um, <laughs> Chavez starts. You know, Chavez, Chavez was their starter. He's a walk-on. Um, they did get a K-State transfer. Those two are going to battle for the QB1. When I checked this morning, you know what? They have no real they, – they don't know who their starter is for quarterback. Uh, their leading rusher, Dumas, from last year, he transferred. Uh, backup Jones is going to take their spot. But we need to remember, this is going to be shifting over to just more of a rushing attack. They're going to be abandoning the um, the triple option they've ran in the past. It's kind of tough to gauge, like, how the steps that their wide receiver core is going to make because we don't know who the quarterback is. And, again – this is going to be changing offenses. They're going to be looking to pass a, a lot more compared to years past. Um, with how bad their offensive line was, and I know they're only returning two starters, and they have an Alabama transfer and the rest are JUCO transfers taking over. With how bad their offensive line was, it can only improve. So it had one of the worst offensive lines in the country. They were real year. fucking bad. They were real they were, bad. They were, they were awful. Um, D-line... I'll, you know what? Call me crazy. But when you look at their defense, this could be a sneaky defense toward the top of the division. They have one of the best linebacker groups in the Mountain West. You know, the DVs return three out of four. They add a transfer from Pitt. And the D-line is talented, too. I think this defense is going to is good. And, you know, if they catch a team at the right time, they could kind of F around and keep a game close just because of the talent on the defense. Offense is a fucking train wreck. I think you say, you say they could catch a team. Yeah. I'm looking at their schedule right here. This is a fucking hard schedule. Oh, dude, it's insanely hard. This I mean, is they a got every schedule. They got Air Force. San they Diego have to play Navy. Boise, Air Force, Fresno, San Diego State, Utah State, Colorado State. Well, I mean, look at look at the week. And that's their in conference. I know, but look look at week two to week four. Boise, Utah State, Utah at LSU. And then look at the last four at Utah State, at Air Force, San Diego State, then at Colorado State to end the season. Let's get into this fucking schedule. So they start off with Maine. That's you know, I'll get, nice. I'll get I'll I'll give that a win. I'll give it, but I wouldn't be like utterly shocked if Maine upset him somehow. Maine's not like a terrible FCS, from what I remember. Right. They're not that bad, but still, I just feel that you got a favor on the defense. Yeah, the talent of the defense will get it done. Boise State up next. L. L. UTEP. L. L. At LSU, is there a chance? Not in fucking hell. No. At UNLV after that, the fact that it's a back to back road game, I favor the Rebs. You know what? If they're going to win a game, it's going to be one of the next three. 
Am I wrong? You don't know. You're, you're not wrong. So they got at UNLV, Wyoming, at New Mexico State. We'll, we'll say one and two there. I think they would one, yeah. Fresno State next. L. L. Bio week after the bio week at Utah State, at Air Force, San Diego State, at Colorado State. I don't think they win a single one of those. Yeah, I I agree. We got them at two wins. And what's their over-under? Their over-under is two and a half. Uh, favored on the under, minus 145. Yeah, another pass for me. This schedule is goddamn brutal. I'm going to probably take that under. I'll I'll bet that. I think that, I think there's a realistic. I, I would bet it too, but I just hate laying numbers that big. Oh, I'll just, lay it. I'll take it because I'm actually confident that like I actually think New Mexico State might win that game. Yeah, I mean that's. And I think UNLV beats them, and I think Wyoming could beat them. I think there's like there's a realistic scenario where this team wins one game. Yeah, or if Maine is better than advertised. They, there is, they, yeah, so like I, you're sweating out that Maine. If they lose to Maine, it's basically locked in. If they lose to Maine, it's over. So, I mean, what you could do is they're going to be the favorite. You put the just money, Maine money line. And then just bet Maine under money line. Yeah, you just bet Maine money line. Yeah, that's not a bad way to do it. But I like the under here. Like Eric said, if you don't feel comfortable doing the juice, don't fucking don't even look at it. Yeah. Up next, Utah State, baby. Win total set at seven, plus one hundred on the over, minus one twenty on the under. All right, so Utah State, eleven and three last year. They're returning thirty-four seven starters on offense, five on D. Lone and Bonner is back. This kid is insane. He He's broke. Good. Jordan loves passing yards and TDs. But the main thing is, can he stay healthy? If he stays healthy, this offense is going to be legit. Calvin Taylor's back, RB1, huge talented guy. I understand they lost their top three wide receivers and their top tight end. But Xavier Williams is transferring in from Bama. Brian Cobbs from um, Maryland. I losing some good Tompkins, losing Tompkins is hard because he was that go-to guy when it was a clutch situation. You go to all team Mountain West. I mean, the kid was a third team All American. That is tough, 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 tough to replace. They're losing their starting left guard. Um, you know they they got a ton of talent, but it's kind of like backup level talent who needs to kind of take a step up. They are getting Cade Parrish from BYU. So yeah, I, this team's interesting. They did lose their top two D linemen. Um, they lost Anthony Switzer, who's supposed to be their star linebacker to a torn ACL in the spring, which is going to be huge. And I really feel that's the loss that's going to cost them making it to the Mountain West championship, losing Switzer in the spring spring game. I can agree with you there. I still think this offense, especially their quarterback, uh, like you said, if he could stay healthy, incredible. Yeah. Does it diminish what Jordan Love did? And does it make the Packers look that much dumber? That'd be funny if the Packers drafted uh, Bonner in the first round of next year's draft. I, I'm actually kind of rooting for it. Um, Schedule-wise, 
Not terrible. I mean, not great. Like, you have a couple guaranteed losses. Let's just jump into it. You start off with UConn. It's a win. That's a win. And, like, we both like UConn. But I like UConn maybe three years from now. Yeah, I agree with that. At Alabama. That's an L. How hilarious would that be, though? That would be kind of funny. But, unfortunately, that's an L. Can you you name the last group of five team to beat Alabama at Bama? No. And I'll give you a hint. It's in the Mid-American Conference. Is it Kent State? It is NIU during the Mike Shula administration. Oh, okay. That is way, way, way back. That is way back. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an L, though. That is an Uh, L. Weber State up next. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that's a win. But there's this video going around on TikTok of this Weber State offensive lineman. And... That is a chiseled kid, dude. That you like. Weber State's got some dudes. Yeah, I mean, I, a good FCS team. Yeah, um, I'll give it to them. That's a win. I'm gonna give it to them as well. So we have been two and one going into the bye week. Out of the bye week, they get UNLV at home. UNLV is just so down this year. That's a win. It's a win at BYU. You know what? This is a tough little stretch. They got at BYU on the short week. Then at they have Air Force. Air Force at Colorado State, and then at Wyoming, which like. Yeah, why it's Wyoming, but it's still the second leg of a back-to-back after that brutal stretch. So I'll give them. I think their ceiling in this four-game stretch is two wins. So in between the bye weeks, UNLV at BYU, Air Force at Colorado State at Wyoming. Yeah, I'll give them two. I'll give them two out of there. So we have them at four wins right now. Out of their next bye week, New Mexico at home. It's a win. It's a win at Hawaii. I'll call it a win, but weird shit happens on the island. Weird shit happens on the island. Former Hawaiian great, Mr. Chung, is back. He used to be their quarterback. He's their coach now. I I love Hawaii like two years from now. I love Hawaii like two years from now. Yeah, I'll – yeah, that's a loss. That's a win, excuse me. That's a win, but fuck, dude. That's that's tough. Don't count them out. San Jose State and then at Boise State to finish off the season. I think they go one and one there. I think they beat Boise State. They they lose to Boise State. I agree with you there. So we have them at one, two, three, four, five, six wins for Utah State. Their win total is set at seven. I gotta go under. I would lean under here too, but you know what? Minus one twenty. Not my favorite one. I'm passing. I got one that I absolutely love. Yeah, that's not my favorite one either. Let me take a look at the next team, the Wyoming Cowboys. Uh, I would call Wyoming top three logo uniform combo in college football. Like it I, would say, I would say maybe the, the best one. Yeah, I would definitely say maybe number one. I I, I like that. Um, Win total set for Wyoming, five. Plus 105 on the over, minus 125 on the under. All right, so here's my thing. 43 return, four on both sides. Four starters on both side of the, sides of the ball. Um, their top two quarterbacks from last year both transferred out. You have Andrew Priestley coming in, transferring in from Utah State, taking over. He only has two career starts. 
and only 130 career pass attempts. Um, they lost their starting running back, who was second team Mountain West, which is gonna, just going to kill their rushing attack because this kid was a legit G. They lost their top two wide receivers, one to transfer, one to graduation. They lost their first team Mountain West offensive lineman, who who's a center, who's getting replaced by a freshman. Uh, their D-line is inexperienced, zero depth in the linebacker room. Um, you know, they got transfers from MSU to kind of help the defense from Wisco and Ole Miss. They lost over 10 players in the transfer portal. When you lose that many players, it makes me think something is happening there. You know what I mean? Like, I, why? I, I think Craig Bull might be retiring soon. I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, like, I, it, it makes me think something's up there, and it wouldn't surprise me if the season kind of fell off. I could see it similar to like how Ohio really fell off last year when Solich had his heart issues and he quit like midseason. You might see something like with, uh, with Wyoming kind of like falling. I'm thinking of like Hawaii when Hawaii couldn't even field a team. Oh God. You you know what I mean? Like when you have that many people leaving, you know, and there's not a coaching change that says something's up, dude. Something's probably up. Let's get into the schedule, which is not an easy schedule either at Illinois to start off. That's a loss. It's a loss. Tulsa at home up next. Tulsa's tough. Tulsa's always tough. They're always sneaky. Yep. I'm going to say that's a loss. I'm going to say that's a loss as well. Northern Colorado. I'm going to give him that. I'll give him that, dude. I'll give him that. Air Force up next. Air Force and then at BYU back-to-back. Those are two Two losses. losses. San Jose State. That's a toss-up, Keen. I'll give him an L. At New Mexico. They could win. That's a toss-up game, too. I think we gave him the loss earlier, so I'm going to give him a loss here. No, wait. We gave him the win. We gave him the win, win, yeah. That's a win. So they have One. two wins. Oh, two, my bad. Got two wins. Utah State out for the bye week. That's an L. At Hawaii. 50-50 game. 50-50, but going all the way to the island, I favor Hawaii. Yep. So I'm going to give that as a loss. Another bye week at Colorado State. Loss. Loss. Boise State. Loss. loss. At Fresno State. Loss. Loss. Two wins? I have them at got him at two wins. I found an under five at minus one thirteen at a book. I love that bet. I am all I like it at minus one twenty five. I love it at minus one thirteen. I love Wyoming. I think they're really gonna struggle. I something's definitely going on up there. Um to lose that many players. Um they they don't know who their quarterback is, dude. They lost their top wide receiver, their 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 top wide receiver, their top running back. Excuse me, their top two wide receivers. They're all conference center. First team is being replaced by a freshman. Do you know how hard that is? Like there's a lot I, going on here that I just don't yeah. like. <laughs> Excuse me. I think um I love love this under. Yeah, it's a good under. I I I I'm kinda right there with you. Up next, Fresno State, the Bulldogs. Tedford's back in town, boys. Win total set at eight and a half, minus one twenty five on the over, plus one hundred five on the under. So, let me ask you this: hypothetically, of course, okay. Hypothetically, of course, let's say you're on a team 
your we'll see your quarterback says he's going to transfer then because of some rule can't transfer and comes back to you do you hold a grudge i don't think so because he was following the coach Mm -hmm. so maybe some players might but i don't think you do okay i think i think people kind of like look out for themselves a lot especially in sports like this especially nowadays when they're all getting paid um, I wouldn't hold a grudge. Well, obviously, we're talking about the Fresno State quarterback, Jack Hayner. He's back. Uh, he's going to be the best quarterback in the division. Um, I, so, in my opinion, he's going to be maybe the best quarterback in the conference. I love Jake Hayner. He's a fucking dog. Yeah, yeah, he'll be the best. That's what I meant. Excuse me. Um, so having him there, he, they're going to be in position to win a lot of games. Other teams will not. Mims is taking over the running back position. I really like this kid. Hard, tough-nosed runner. Wide receiver room is deep and talented. They're adding in some tight ends to the transfer portal, which will help that room because that is a little bit of a weakness. They lost their first team Mountain West right tackle, but the people returning and the transfer coming in, 80 career starts. So it is an experienced offensive line. D-line is young but talented. They need to replace two starters. Uh, Top seven. Top seven. Return in the DB room, linebacker group, talented and deep, could be the best in the conference. I think this could be a team where if they are, and I call me crazy, if they get through, if they're undefeated going to the bye, if they're able to win those two games, they go and the Pac-12, they could make, you know what I mean? This could be that team from the group of five that gets in the New Year's Day Six Bowl. I could very easily see it. What's their conference odds? Their conference odds, per the book I'm looking at, I believe they are like plus 280. I don't hate that. I don't hate that whatsoever. Well, because the thing is, is like their side of the division. Not that hard. It's not that hard at all. Um, So, I mean, it's an easy hedge opportunity where if you really are hard up for the money. Well, I also like it's it's a fact like I really think they're probably the favorites to play in that in the conference game. So my thought is, oh, why not just take this future now cuz it's better than what the money line's going to be for them cuz they're probably going to be favored. Yeah, though you're right. They'll probably be favored against Boise State or Air Force. Yep. So, let's break down the schedule. Cal Poly at home, starting off, win, easy. Win. Oregon State and then at USC back to back. Tough. Who I think, I think they go one. Make a guess. Can you make a guess who leads the all-time series between Oregon State and Fresno State? Is it Fresno State? Eight to five. Yep. I think they go one and one here. If not two and zero. Oh. oh God, I'd love them. To go I two. think they could upset USC. I really think they could. I think they could too. We'll give we'll, yes, we'll give them one and one though to be generous. New head coach, but unlike a lot of other schools, I feel like like Tedford's coached there before, and he was really good there. Like this is, it's kind of like walking into a situation that he's like, oh, I can. It's like it's like riding a bike for him. Yeah, and it's yeah. So I, we'll I'm give less him one hesitant one, to like be against we'll, this coach. Yeah, we'll give him one and one. We'll give him one and one. But I could easily see him win both here. I could as well. At UConn, out of the bye, win. You know, at Boise State, tough. Winnable. Play each other tough. Winnable, but I'll give him an L. I'm going to give him an L as well. That's tough, though. San Jose State, I'm going to give him a win. That's a win. At New Mexico, win. win. 
San Diego State, also win. tough. That's tough, but I'm going to give them a win. Hawaii, at home, win. At UNLV. Win. Win. At Nevada. Nevada. Nevada's going to struggle this year. That's a win. Wyoming at home. Win. We have about two losses right now. Yep. Two losses. Eight and a half win total. We have a 10 and two with a very realistic possibility of going 11 and one. 12 and 0 potentially if USC doesn't get its shit together right away with Lincoln Riley. What is the juice to the over? Minus 125 is what I'm seeing. Let me look at my book right here. I still love it. I still love it. I they do not have it up on this book. I still love it. Even at minus 125, give me that over. Give me that juice. You like it? I love it. I I would lean that way too. I fucking love it. Up next, my favorite team in the entire Mountain West. My favorite team on the West Coast. My favorite team on any coast. It's the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, baby. Win total set at four and a half. Plus 105 on the over, minus 125 on the under. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. You know what? And that is putting it politely. Um, uh, yeah, it's putting it real nice. <laughs> 43 return, four offensive starters, two defensive starters. Cameron Cooper from Washington State comes in. Can you guess how many career passes this kid has? I can, uh, what, like 60? 23. Yikes. Um, they're, they only have one back Parsons. He's basically the only back coming back. So he's the running back by default. Um, the wide receiver room, no talent or experience. I think they're really going to struggle. O-line is solid and experience. It returns three. It's definitely going to be the strength of the team. Uh, D-line, um, you know, was the strength last year, but it's going to be its weakness this year. Only one starter returns and they only have one guy who has more than four tackles on the D line coming back, losing two starters in the linebacker room. You know, the DBs did get, they got a transfer from Iowa state and a transfer from Oregon state, but these aren't like your typical power five transfers. They're kind of like bottom of the depth chart type guys. So this is, this is a rebuilding year for Timmy Chung and don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be able because he did play there and he does know what it takes to be successful there with the team. I think he's going to be able to get it there, but you, you hit the nail on the head. It's It'll going to take, take time. It'll take time. It'll take a lot of time. Like it's going Rolo, to take, it, it took Rolo time for him to get to Hawaii to a pretty good spot. It took, it takes everybody time. It's Hawaii. Graham, don't Graham, there. Yeah. But Graham being there, it legitimately set this program back. I mean, we need to remember so bad. they didn't have enough players for the Hawaii Bowl. And SMU flew all the way out there. I believe it was SMU. Actually insane. That Objectively it, crazy. His son, Todd Graham's son, quit the team. Yeah. It's just, yeah. This I, I have no idea why they hired him in the first place. One of the worst hires I've ever fucking seen. Oh, hands down. Let's get into the schedule. So they start with Vanderbilt. At home, Vanderbilt traveling to Hawaii. Oh my god! I'm interested to see what if you. I'm, I'm going to pull this up right here. See Are you going to pull the opening week line? 
I'm pulling up the week one line here because I I hate laying points on the road, especially at Hawaii. It's it's the most on the road you can get, especially Vanderbilt. Like that, they're not quite East Coast time, but that's pretty fucking far from Nashville. It's an August twenty seventh game. Yeah, week zero. What's the line, buddy? I'm looking. Wow, Vandy laying six and a half. I'm going to take Hawaii there. God, dude. You're taking Hawaii. (laughs) Plus six and a half. I think Vanderbilt gets the win, though. I don't know, man. I'll take Vanderbilt here. Yeah, I think Vanderbilt wins. So I'm going to count this as a loss for Hawaii. Then they get Western Kentucky. That's an L, dude. That's an L. We're both down on Western Kentucky, but we're both very down on Hawaii right now. At Michigan. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) Michigan lucked out in their early schedule. I mean, that is a a big L. That's a big L. Michigan really lucked out. When we start breaking down Michigan, I'm going to give it some shit because this is an easy schedule right here. Duquesne. I'll I'll say that's a win. That's a win. At New Mexico State. That's that's not a gimme. That's 50-50. That's a hard game. I'm going to give it to New Mexico State because it's at home. So right now we have one win. One win right Going now. Going into the bye. Going into the bye. At San Diego State. That's, that's a loss. loss. Nevada at home. Maybe a win. That is maybe. So I, here, I think between New Mexico State and Nevada, they get one. Okay, that's fair. So I have them at two wins. At yep. Colorado State, loss. Oh. Wyoming at home. I'm gonna give him a win there. I'm gonna give him a win there. We have it three wins at Fresno State. That's a loss. Yeah. Utah State at home loss. UNLV at home. I'll give him a win. I'm gonna give him a win. We have it four wins. That's not a gimme though. Like that's tough. These a lot of these wins are fifty fifty. Yeah. At San Jose State to end the season. That's an L. That's an L. What do we have him at four five. We had them at four or five, depending how it goes. God, Their win total set at four and a half. That's, that's, that's rough. That, that's. I would lean under there, but that's not going to be a bet for me. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from that. I have them like kind of right there around four. Moonshot, they make a bowl game, so I'm going to be betting the over just because I'm a I'm a blind Hawaii backer. And I you're, want manif- you're, you're Timmy Chan. Chan I want to manifest good things for a program I love. Which I respect. So I'm going to be betting the over. I cannot, in good faith, recommend that people watching and listening do that, but I will be betting the over. I respect that. I respect that. Up next, the Nevada Wolf Pack win total set at five. Minus 115 on the over, minus 105 on the under. All right. So here's the thing with them. Ken Wilson's coming in, a lot of experience, been around the program. But they lost their starting coach who went to Colorado State. Only 29 players are returning. Two offensive starters, four defensive starters. Oklahoma State transfer, Ingingworth takes over for Strong. There's not too much depth in the room. They lost Morrow, who would be their starting running back. So... They have two returning, but the change in scheme, I really don't know how that's going to affect the running game. Um, you know, they're, um, dude, like, I just, it's they tough. bring it, they're like, they're the wide receivers. Like 
you know, they're, they lost a lot. They're bringing in an Arizona and a Oregon transfer, but they lost a lot. They lost their top three wide receivers. O-line is inexperienced. Their O-line, you look at their starters, they have 44 career starts, okay? Frost, who's their best one, has 35 of those 40. <laughs> so you know what I mean? It's very, it's a very deceiving number, very inexperienced. Um, the strength of the team, the defensive line, if they stay healthy, because they literally have zero depth, they could be have the best D-line in the group. Linebackers, they lost four or five, four of their top five. You know, their DBs are talented, but I really think their front seven is going to struggle so much to get to the quarterback. Their back four is going to be kind of, you know what I mean? Because you can't yep. get to the quarterback any with how the rules are. If you're a quarterback and can sit back there, you're going to be able to light up a defense. I think this defense is really going to struggle. I think they're going to be really bad this year. I think they're in the first step of a big rebuild, and I I expect to see all the aches and pains that come along with that. Let's get into the schedule. They start off at New Mexico State. You know what? Yeah, I'll I'll give them a win here. I'll give them a win. Not guaranteed. I think that's going to be a tough tough game. If you had, let's play guess the point spread. Four and a half. Four. Oh wow. New Mexico State getting 12 and a half. 12 and a half? Yeah. I'm all over New Mexico State there. What the fuck? That is an insane number. I'll be I'll probably have to bet New Mexico State too. Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. I'm all over that. Yeah, but I think New Mexico State loses. Yeah, but that's a big number for that's a team a number. that is very inexperienced. You know, and is like just starting transfers and backups. Sheesh. So we got him a win week one. Texas State up next. 50 50 game. You know, Texas State, we talked about it. At home, I'll give him the win. Transfers are going to gel. I'll give him the win, though. UIW. I'll give him the win here. I'll give him the win. So we got him at three wins at Iowa. Lost. At Air Force. Loss. Bye week. Colorado State. Loss. Loss. Colorado State also coming off the bye. Yep. At Hawaii. We said 50 50. So 50 50. I think. Uh, Argument State. Let's give them a win here. Yeah, let's give them a win. San Diego State. Loss. Loss. At San Jose State. I think that's Loss. Bye week again, Boise State, Fresno State, and at UNLV. I think they lose all three of those. I agree with you. So we got them at four. One, four, two, three, four, being pretty generous. And what's the over under at five? Their win total is set at five, minus 105 on the under. I, I lead under here. I love the under. I absolutely love the under. Give me that. I'll munch that up all day. I'll munch that like a fresh box. I, I, I would lean under here, too. Give me that fucking shit. Next team. Only three more to go, my friend. San Diego State. The Aztecs. Win total set at 7.5. Minus 120 on the over. Plus 100 on the under. Um, You know, returning 34. Five offensive starters. Seven defensive starters. 
they are losing both quarterbacks that played last year. Uh, they're adding Vatek transfer, Boringmeister, Burnmeister as the new quarterback. It looks like uh, Chance Bell, last year's backup, will be the starter. But they did add a transfer from USC who could challenge. It could take that top spot. Uh, Bradley Hoyk, former Michigan coach, he wants it to be more balanced. So I do expect that this wide receiver um, group is going to take a step forward. Very weak, though, in terms of talent and depth. Offensive line, they lost second team, right guard, first team, left tackle, and their left guard graduated. Plus, they lost two backups. This O-line has taken a big step back in what we're used to with San Diego State football. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, on defense, they lost Thomas, who was their best D lineman. Um, I like their linebacker core, but they did lose a first team Mountain West player in the secondary. I think, I think San Diego State's in for a down year. And I, look at their schedule. Well, look at their schedule though. Utah on the road. Boise it's not State easy. on the road. Fresno State on the road. Not to mention, they lost all everything, all universe punter. Yep. Who, like, you will laugh at that, but he made a legit difference, I think. Anytime you have a punter that's able to flip the field, that's Like, huge. consistently? Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. So, let's get to the schedule. Arizona Wildcats at home. Arizona's, uh, you know what? Arizona's still not there yet. I'm going to give this to San Diego State. Their record against the Pac-12 is too good. But here's the thing, though. With them losing so much, it wouldn't surprise me if Arizona State won the game. Arizona won the game. Let's play Guess the Line, Jim. I love This is my new favorite game to play with you. Okay, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say – We need to get, like, some music, though. You know what I mean? I'm going to say – oh, when well, you say Guess the Line, let's try – see what this does. I like that. Oh, there we go. Okay, guess the line. I am gonna say. I'm still. Oh no, I'm still. I'm still trying to find it, my friend. I know. I'm trying to guess it. I'm gonna say Arizona. And I'm gonna say San Diego State minus two and a half. Unfortunately, we can't play the game for the time of the board. What the hell? I mean, this is the big tease. I, I gave you a tease for nothing. I'm sorry, my friend. You know, you got the music all speed up. Well, let me see what I can do. I might be able to find something. San Diego State minus seven. Wow. That's I, would lean I would lean Arizona there. I'd probably lean Arizona as well. I think, yeah, I'm going to give San Diego State the win, though. Then they get Idaho. That's a win. Win at Utah. It's an L. They beat them last year, didn't they? Revenge spot, dude. They had a revenge spot for Utah. Yeah, that's an L. Got them at two wins. Toledo at home. I think that's a win. Toledo's tough, though. Toledo's tough, but I think having to travel from the MAC all the way to San Diego. But look at Who do they have on deck? They got at Boise up next, so that's a good spot for Toledo. But I st- like sandwiched between Utah and Boise. That's a real bad spot for San Diego State to draw Toledo. I still got to favor him in that spot, though. 
I favor him too, but I think the game's close. I'll give him so too. Three wins so far. Then they get Hawaii at home. Four wins. We gave him a loss to Boise, though, right? Definitely give him a loss to Boise. I just right, so we have him losing two right now. So we have him that one in. Two. One, two, three. We got him at four and two. Four and two. My bad. Bye week, and then they get uh, they're gonna go to Nevada off of the bye week. That's a win. Yep. Now five and two at Fresno State. Ah, uh, it's a loss. That's a loss. Five and three. UNLV at home. It's a win. It's a win. Six and three. San Jose State at home. I'll give them a win. I'll give them a win. That's not a gimme. Seven and three at New Mexico. That's a, That's win. a win. Eight and three. That's a loss against Air, Air, Air Force. Force. That's a loss. So eight and four. For the uh, San Diego State Aztecs, win total set at seven and a half. It's a pass for me. It's probably a pass. It's minus one twenty on that over. I'd probably pass on that as well. But I, I lean. Honestly, I lean under because I think those are some losable games there. Yeah, I'd I lean think under there's a, there's a realistic scenario where they lose to Arizona and lose to Toledo, dropping them to like uh, to six wins. I lean under. Man, could you imagine if they're going into Hawaii and their record and they only have one win? Nah. That'd be that'd suck. Yeah. They'd be fighting for a fucking bowl game. Yeah. It's feasible though. It's it it's is feasible. feasible. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Up next, San Jose State. Win total set at six and a half, plus one twenty five on the over, minus one forty five on the under. Um you know, returning 42, 6 on offense, 8 on defense. They're getting Hawaii transfer. Shevin Cordovino takes over. Good dual threat. Reading about him in the spring game. I guess he He's looked good. lights out in the spring game. He's Robinson good. is back at the running back position. Um, they did lose their all-world tight end. It's going to hurt the passing attack, but they did get a Nevada transfer. Cook, that's going to help out in the wide receiver group. I think he's going to be the possession wide receiver on third down. Um, O-line is experienced. However, they did lose their best lineman and second team Mountain West player. Um, the group did underperform last year. I think it's going to take a step forward, even though it did lose Snyder. Defense, you know, again, phenomenal defensive line. Um, top six return in the linebacker room. Top three return in the DB room. This team is sneaky good. And they have playmakers at every position on both sides of the ball. What are San Jose State's odds to win the Mountain West? San Jose State's odds to win the Mountain West are, let me just look this up. They are at. Give it to me. 14 to 1. I'll take that. I'm I'm betting that. I'm gonna just let that be known right now. I am betting San Jose State at 14 to one to win the Mountain West. Jumping into this schedule, they start off with Portland State. That's a win. It's a win at Auburn. I'm gonna. That's a loss. That's a loss. They're they're traveling all the way to SEC country to face off a team thing. who could be decent. But Auburn almost lost to Georgia State last year. Exactly. Auburn has this thing. They got playmakers. I'll give them a tight L. Yeah. 
that would be it's gonna be a very funny game. Off the bye week, they get Western Michigan at home. That's a win. That's a win. At Wyoming. That's a win. It's a win. UNLV at home. That's a win. It's a win. At Fresno State, I'm gonna say that's a loss. Yeah. At New Mexico State after that. I I I know it's the back to back, but I'm gonna give them a I win. I still think that's a win. Then they get Nevada. Say that's a win. Win. Colorado State at home. That's a win. I think that's a win. At San Diego State's tough. Yeah. I'm going to say it's an L. I'm going to say it's an L. And then at Utah State, that's an L. Yeah. You know. And then Hawaii at home. Here's the thing, though. San Jose State is improving. They're getting better. Utah State did lose a lot. San Diego State has lost nine straight. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- yeah, but the fact that they're both away games is tough, though. Like, they yeah, could win one of those. I think it's more likely they win against San Diego State than they do against Utah State, but I think they lose both. All right. Mm. And, then they, and then they win at Hawaii. They win at home against Hawaii to end the season. Uh, 100%. So we got them at, with only four losses? Yep. Eight and four for San Jose State. And what's their over under? Set at six and a half plus one twenty five on the over. Are you kidding me? Give it to me. Give me the hammer. This is the total I love. I hammer love, that over, baby. I love San Jose State over six and a half. Love I'm it. Hammering that shit. Love it. God, that's fucking great. Give me San Jose State over. Give me San Jose State. To win the Mountain West, I'll sprinkle some on that. Little sprinkle, little sprinkle, little salt bay action. Little sprinkle, little sprinkle there. Up next, last and certainly not least, is the UNLV Rebels, who I think last year, near the end of the season, showed a lot of fight, showed a lot of heart. They did. They did. Um, win total set at four and a half, plus one ten on the over, minus one thirty on the under. Returning thirty nine six on both sides of the ball. Tennessee red shirt freshman Harrison Bailey is going to be quarterback one. They lost Williams, their starting running back, first team Mountain West. Can you guess what percentage of the carries he had last year? 82. 90. God damn. 90% of the carries. They did add Aiden Robinson, a transfer from Louisville who will overtake the RB1 position, wide receiver. You know, it's it's kind of tough to gauge what this wide receiver room is going to look like because I really don't know what they have in Harrison Bailey, the kid from Tennessee. I don't know what he's going to have, so it's really tough for me to gauge what this wide receiver room is going to do. They do, however, return four starters on the offensive line and got a transfer from SMU to take over the other spot. Uh, defensive line is absolutely loaded. The problem is their linebacker group lost everybody with talent. They're taking a big hit. One of the worst ones in the conference. Back four is just medium or road. There's no real, you know what I mean? They they have some dudes, but they're not really dudes. They're just kind of guys. You know what I mean? They don't really have any guys in the depth. So it's an average defensive uh, defensive backfield at best. Getting into the schedule, they start off with Idaho at home. That's a win. It's a win. Early bye week, week two bye week. That sucks. And then they go to Cal. It's a loss. 
That's a loss in my book. North Texas at home. We're both high in North Texas. I think that's a loss. I think that's a loss, too. At Utah State. That's a loss. Loss. New Mexico at home. That's a win. That's a win, I think. At San Jose State. That's a loss. That's a loss. Air Force at home. That is a loss. Loss. At Notre Dame. Hey, you know what? I love to watch a little UNLV. That, that's going to be the Notre Dame game that gets pushed to the Peacock Network. Oh, yeah. That That's a loss, though. That's a loss. Another bye week at San Diego State. That's a loss. Fresno State. That's a loss. At Hawaii. 50-50, but I'm going to give them 50 but at home, I got to favor Hawaii. Loss. Nevada at home. I'm going to give them a win. I'm going to give them a win. We got about three wins. Yep. Three wins for the season. Win total set at four and a half. I lean under. I lean under, but this is a pass for me. I'm, I'm going to maybe sprinkle a little bit on the under. I mean, I I don't know how you feel, but I, like I'll play like two totals and then like a future. That That's uh, the most. Helpful. I will play so many totals. Okay. So mm-hmm. many. T- I play. I So I, when I start like the college football and NFL seasons, I have two separate bankrolls. I have my bankroll for futures and then a bankroll just for win totals. Okay. I bet so <laughs> many win totals. I respect that. I respect that. For me, I love San Jose State. I love their over total. That's I also, my favorite play. I also love the Wyoming under five. My favorite plays are probably San Jose State over six and a half wins. Fresno State over eight and a half wins. I absolutely love. I will also probably be playing. Yeah, Wyoming under five is those probably my top three. Yeah, I like I, I like, like I like Colorado State over five and a half. But it's just juice so much. That's super juice though. That's the issue. But I feel Colorado State's a team that's gonna have value betting on. And similarly juiced, I like Boise State under nine and a half, but also super juiced. Three favorite, probably Fresno State over eight and a half, San Jose State uh over six and a half, and uh that Wyoming under five. That'll do it, folks, for this episode of the College Football Tailgate. Brought to you, as always, by BetterThan.Vegas. Head over to BetterThan.Vegas. Go get your gamble on. Go get your DGen on. Watch all the shows every week. There's a schedule out there somewhere, right? Somewhere. Somewhere Somewhere, under the rainbow. Somewhere in the void, there is a schedule of all the shows. I can tell you this. We are coming to you on the College Football Tailgate every Tuesday. And we're coming to you every Thursday on Spring Fever. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for our faces there. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Give us a like. Give